before we jump into this week's episode, we just want to make a very special announcement and remind everyone that next week on Tuesday, April 26th, uh, starting around 6.30 Mountain Time, 8.30 Eastern, you can, that's PM, you can actually find us recording live. We have done this once or twice before, but we are trying to do it more often. So this is going to be episode number 150 that we will be recording live. And you can find that live stream over on twitch.tv slash DK. And for all of you audio listeners, we still will upload that as an audio file as well. But we just want to put this out there. So if you want to join us live, we may do another live Q&A. Who knows? But we're going to make it fun and we would love to have you join us. So we hope to see you next week for episode 150 over at twitch.tv slash DK. Now enjoy this week's show. Welcome to Dr. Three, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard rank ladder. I'm your host, Drag Daring Alkaline. Wow. Who can get my Yeah, I know. We'll Wait. Ca- yeah, sorry. I, I was it took I was almost a hundred It took a, almost 150 episodes, but you finally really, really stepped at it in the intro. <laughs> exactly. I it I messed up my name, my name, my yes. own name. So, you know, when I'm recording YouTube videos, there are seriously so many times that I've said, like, I'll start my recording and I go, my name's Dragon Rider, also known as Dawn. And I'm like, wait, that's not right. <laughs> that dra- okay, uh, Dragon, Rider, Dragon Rider's my real name. I just go by Dawn to make it easier for, the, for normies. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it happens. It happens to the best of us. I, I'm going to say that means you've made it. When you mess up your own name, you've made it. They've made it. I've got the new mic, and the first thing I do is screw up the intro. Like, we get, like, 15 it's seconds perfect. of the podcast. My my audio is sounding a bit cleaner, and then it's just like, blah, blah, blah. Jelly in the mouth. Okay. I am Daring Alkaline, not Dragon Rider. This is Grandmasters and Master Swordcaster Dragon Rider and our resident Major Death. Okay. Recovered. Okay. <laughs> so it's been a few weeks since we've had an actual show. We did our past two shows. We did our set reviews. So if you haven't listened to them, go check them out. You want like three and a half hours to set aside for that because we love talking mm, about cards. C- closer to four, probably. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. It's, it's okay. It was a good time. We had a lot of fun with it, regardless. Yes. And, and I think that shows in the final product. So, um, but a couple of weeks ago, we had a poll question. And what was that poll question, Mage? Yeah, so 
Three weeks ago, we asked you uh, which set of class cards in Voyage to the Sunken City are you most excited to play for? That was before the final reveal and the last about 40 cards or so that had been revealed. We had 32 votes. Thank you to all of you that voted. And with almost 50% of the vote, 47% to be exact, you were excited to play Mage. And uh, yeah, based on the week one meta, I would say that seems to be uh, seems to have come to fruition there. Paladin and Shaman are at 22% each. And then we had 9% that said other. We had two people that responded with another class, and they both said priest. So, um, and they didn't have Daring Alkaline in their t- in their Twitter handle, so it wasn't just you stuffing the ballot. Box, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There are other deviants out there. So. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, we'll have another poll question at the end of sh- the show, as per usual. I will try mm-hmm. and read correctly from this point on, but there are no promises. <laughs> as we move on to our news, we have Voyage to the Sunken City has been available for just over a week. Other news covered ahead of Voyage launch. Year of the Hydra was announced. We have our updated reward track. Uh, the core set changes infographic was released, and they updated free deck for new slash returning players. We will discuss the expansion and the week one meta during our main topic. So first, real oh, quick, real quick, Year of the Hydra. Do you guys like Year of the Hydra as the name? It's okay. I mean, it's I. I don't I don't know like Year of the Dragon was like the coolest. Unless you give me Year of the Raptor, I I'm gonna be just like, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I would be okay if we had just Year of the Dragon like every year, but I think <laughs> I'm a little biased. Sure. There. You sure. may be sure, sure, just sure, a teeny sure. bit. You've had your year you've had your year. Give give, give the other no, uh, the no. other tribes their their opportunity. I, I like the name. This was a I was thinking it was gonna be Year of the Tiger. Um so that was the suggestion that I had, but I I like Hydra. I think the logo that is on the on the little um mode version in the client i think looks really good i feel like the rewards track is amazing this time yes yes. it feels like it feels like they stuffed it with even more stuff even not not just on the on the tavern pass portion but even on the free version uh the free free side of things but if you get the tavern pass it it really feels like you're getting a lot for that for that money between uh you know the 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 diamond card you get you know uh extra gold cards you get all uh you know a whole bunch of portraits and stuff i i've just been i i was skeptical when they decided to go to this route but i think ultimately this has turned into a a more rewarding kind of um, a more rewarding system for players, uh, you know, if they're if they're playing a lot through through the expansion each each uh, each cycle. Yeah, I know it is for me personally. Like, I'm basically buying uh, each set. I'm paying for the mini set up front, 
in my opinion, because I buy the mini set with gold. And then I get all these other cosmetic stuffs along the way, and I get more money in go in you know, in-game currency than I would um in years past with just the a hundred gold a day max. So I I think this is super positive. I love it, so Yeah, I think so too. I think uh I've been able to get basically the entire set uh, and i think the all the rewards on the, the tavern track or the tavern pass reward track and tavern pass have contributed to that but yeah you're right like this one seems like it's even better and i'm sure they're just yes. gonna keep adding on to it even more as time goes and the fact that they added in i think they added it on the last one so this one is just adding even more but mercenaries too and battleground stuff like they're incorporating more modes which is just so fantastic i am i'm so happy about that and who yeah. could and who could forget dadgar <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh so yeah the, the... I... go ahead oh, go go ahead no so i i was just i was actually going to move on to talking about the core set infographic if you have not seen this thing the thing is absolutely huge and like to really put uh kind of literally side by side what is leaving the core set and what is coming into the core set i i had a hard time you know visualizing i guess or or thinking about what that would look like ahead of the of the expansion launch but it was really cool to see. It was really cool to see this this graphic where all in one place you could see literally the cards on the on the left are the ones leaving, and the cards on the right are the ones that are coming in. And uh, I mean, the thing is freaking huge. It it is really really tall. But uh, we'll have a link to it in the show notes so you can take a look at it. But I I liked the fact that they did that. I think it should have been embedded in like a a. Uh, play hearthstone news article uh, but it didn't i never saw it anywhere other than twitter so it was good i enjoyed it i i mean i think they did a really good job on it yes i agree 100 percent. and the core changes are just massive like it didn't quite feel that big last year but this year it feels but maybe that's hindsight now maybe that's like you know year of the uh Phoenix is in the in the rear. So. I mean, last year they only put in the entire core set. Yes, but, but the, yeah, after but they playing were t- with it now, it's like yeah, yeah. It feels it feels different now for sure. Like seeing the change of the core set as opposed mm-hmm. to like the whole inclusion of the core set. Yeah, it, it's. I, I was gonna say it's really weird that you know we're seeing just a subset of the cards rotating out and new cards coming in and so you you know i think they were trying to temper expectations be like man this isn't going to be this huge switch over like it was when we had all of these cards and you know a lot of them left standard and you were left with just this uh small portion of the cards that stayed in standard it does feel like there's a pretty big impact change even even though it was you know fifteen percent to maybe twenty percent tops of the of the set that actually rotated, and, and the other eighty percent is still what was there before. But it 
you know, looking at looking at how it just helps this first set, and then you know, obviously it's it, it's going to be impacted more and more by the other cards that we see throughout this year. But it just even on its face feels like, wow, there there is there is some things here that I wasn't expecting, and specifically like. Did any of you expect the League of Explorers to be back? No. I did not no. expect the League of no. Explorers to be back. Especially not not, not in the original form too. Right. Yeah. yeah, the yeah, the original League of Explorers League um is back including the bane of my existence the original Reno Jackson. I am very thankful he is not all that doesn't feel all that powerful at least in the uh in the early days of the of the new meta well let's look at it's generally the second set the highlander decks become nutty and become introduced because that's yeah what happened I, last time he's going to he's, he's going to be good during year of the hydra i i have little doubt that that's going to happen but it's going to take uh, a second set or or maybe even a second mini set before before that happens but when it does Oh God! <laughs> yeah. Let's just let's just take a moment and be glad that Power Overwhelming and uh, Leroy Jenkins <laughs> isn't in standard anymore. So yeah, I don't I even know if that would for... be good enough anymore. I feel like Mister Smite uh, can like yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like we shouldn't even say the League of Explorers are back. It's really just Bran and Reno are back because who even thinks yeah, about I... Elise? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I should play a deck with Elise. Yeah, I remember. I, I remember to th- that. To be you're, fair, you're not. You're not wrong. No, it's terrible. To be fair, I have seen people play Finley. I have seen people play the original Finley, um, because it's still. I still feel like it could work in an in an aggro deck. Um, but place that hero power yeah yeah uh like no one's ever going to see the sweet sweet animation of valise and the map room putting the tra- no. putting the, putting the, tra- the map in the, in yeah. the into the deck and and drawing the the the, the treasure monkey thing the golden and- monkey i mean especially yeah. not when we have kazakasan like maybe if kazakasan wasn't a thing people might experiment some with her but not when you've got Kazakas on, like that's just way better. I mean, it's not good anymore. It's too yeah. it's too fair because you have to play her you have to play her and then you have to draw the map room. Then you have to play the map room, which I yeah. think is another what, four <laughs> mana or something like that. Then you have to play the golden monkey, which is six six with taunt for three, I wanna say. I don't remember what it is. It's it's good stats. But it tr- it doesn't add anything to your hand. It just changes your hand to random legendaries. We know how random legendaries work around here. They're generally not good unless they're coming off a board of boom bots or something crazy that druids do because of you know uh, the jars, the canoptic jars. Like that time, that's that's good because you're just putting more bodies on the board. Putting random legendaries in your hand is terrible. <laughs> you want to talk about things that are slow. The Elise card yes. and 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 the payoff for playing the Elise card is literally one of the slowest things that is currently in standard. So it, it's it's not surprising that it is not you know 
taking off right away. <laughs> they should have put the uh, the Uncoro release where you get to open an Uncoro pack. That would get people interested <laughs> because they'd like, what? <laughs> Just Uncoro. Just Uncoro. <laughs> Just Uncoro. That's the it's only standard, way you can access. But with one Uncoro pack. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you get five cards from Uncoro. Hope you get something good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you Sp- can't see this. It looks Spike like Mage's head hurts. Yeah, yeah. Five. Sp- they'd get five Spike Ridge steeds, and then I'd be really upset. Okay, let's 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 get back on topic. Back to the news. Um, mm-hmm. First balance change for year. The Hydra uh, Hydra is uh, the Pandaren Importer. In order to prevent an unintended interaction after standard rotation, Pandaren Importer. Is changing from two mana one three to a three mana two four. So, those of you who are a little unfamiliar with this, it was that you could put enough spells in your deck that when you played Pandora, Pandora and Importer as a rogue, you could guarantee a selection of Shadow Step. So you play you play Shadow Step, you get a free Pandora, uh, Pandora and Importer. So what? Well, then you put Bran down and then you play pandora importer and you get two shadow steps so you say what's the big deal about that well then you play the free booter that does two damage the two mana two two that does two damage when you um when you have a weapon equipped you have infinite damage uh, hypothetically on turn five <laughs> so they saw that one and they sniped it from about a thousand yards right between the eyes and say, no, 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 we're not dealing with this. Sorry, Pandora, uh, Pandoran importer. You're going to have to, you're going to have to leave the, you'll be free if you get shadow step club. <laughs> well, was that found during like the theory crafting stream yes. or when, where was, where, where did that come about? I saw I saw it happen to Regis Kilbin on one of his YouTube videos of during the uh, the stream. Yeah. So I can't, can't remember who, but it was during the Theorycraft stream. <laughs> but e- even people in my chat during the Theorycraft were like, "Did you see this rogue deck that can like OTK on turn five? I was like, "No," and glad I didn't. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> It and looked yeah, terrible. Then, then later heard about it. And I was like, wow, yeah, I did I did not encounter that when playing against other people during that aircraft, but uh yeah, glad they acted on that quickly and uh, and got that change before the set drop because that would be a really like people, you know, are already upset and complaining about some stuff already, but if that was into then that'd be like demon hunter launch all over again, I feel like or like, Yeah. It's what just was that the shaman deck when uh Doom in the Tomb? <laughs> oh no, are you talking about no. Elme- uh, uh Invoke Shaman, the yes. Galcron Shaman? Yeah, Galcron, yeah. Yeah. If they can avoid scenarios like that, I think this was a potential and they acted on it very quickly. So, yes, happy about that. I I, I would not have guessed that the first balance change as a result of the new year was going to be Pandora Pandaren Importer though. Yes, exactly. I mean, I think that was actually, you know, if we're looking at the top of the list, 
scroll all the way down, way down here near the bottom of the list. That's about where Pandora and I, order was. I, I think you would have to go down a few floors to find it. <laughs> like yeah. that's where I thought it was going to be on the likelihood of it getting nerfed. But yeah. alas, smaller spell pools means you can exploit it. And right. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for not letting that go live. And then we have Sunken City. Actually, excuse me. Patch 23.0.2 deployed uh, April 14th. It made updates to Battlegrounds, Duels, Mercenaries, as well as fixed bugs with the Tavern Pass being removed when a player got a refund from an unrelated product. And then we have a we have Sunken City bundles available in the shop. We have Voyage to the Sunken City uh, bundle, rank 1, 10 packs, are 10 voyage packs, 10 standard packs, and two random legendaries for 20 bucks. And then you have the Golden Voyage Sunken uh, Bundle, rank one, which has 10 Golden Voyage packs and one random Golden Legendary from uh, Voyage to the Sunken City for 40 bucks. So the level well, sir, one. I, yeah. I, like th- I like those bundles. Like, mm-hmm. if I needed a bunch of legendaries, I would be very tempted to get those. I, I think I think getting a a dollar a pack for for twenty for twenty packs for twenty bucks and getting two legendaries, two regular legendaries, I think seems to be a good deal, even if the standard packs are standard packs and not specifically the new expansion packs the fact that those are still going to be good for another year uh means that you're going to get uh, a lot of use out of out of those cards before they rotate as well yeah and the fact that the legendaries are from this newest expansion too like that's it's not just two random like standard legendaries it's legendaries from the new set too which which is really nice i i considered it even though i had both bundles was like do i want to also get this bundle i decided against it in the end but i even i was tempted after having both bundles mm-hmm. yeah it's a the the regular one's a good deal and if you like golden stuff then the golden one i mean it's pricey but you know, if you're if you're buying golden cars, then price is no that's, object for you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's about the going price for gold gold stuff in the in the shop. So, yep. So, and then we have Dean Ayala's Twitter and question or Twitter question and answer number forty one. Ixar talked about the core set, Year of the Hydra, and other topics regarding the core set. The core set has two goals to teach Hearthstone to new players as they level up and earn cards as a baseline toolkit for archetypes we build in the expansions so players can always have a reasonable starting point cards that aren't powerful are usually accomplishing our full our first goal. Second, regarding storytelling during Year of the Hydra, we're doing three standalone settings no plans for another year-long storyline at the moment. No hints beyond that. <laughs> Regarding Diamond Drekthar, uh, available in the shop. Basically, all shop products are an experiment to see what players are happy to buy and what price points we should start from very educated guesses. But still always looking to shift to what players expect and are willing to spend. 
And then regarding uh, tradable becoming a core mechanic, I know it was discussed, though I'm not part of building the core set, so I can't speak to the reasons why not. Maybe Gallon or Chalky can speak to what uh, to it when they're around. So interesting. I know I saw the Drekthar thing where people were upset about Drekthar, and I'm like, I, I don't, I don't get it. Like. It's a diamond card that they're charging twenty five bucks for. Like, if you don't, if you don't want it, they already gave it away for free. <laughs> I, I don't, I didn't get, I didn't get the up, people being upset by that one. I was like, they literally gave you the card in golden, or the base card for itself. Was it? What did they give at the end of the set? They gave you the other card you didn't get, right? They yeah, g- if you did the yeah. the honor thing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So. So you got you got a gold one for the one that you picked, mm-hmm. and then I'm and then you get a base copy of the other one at the end yes. of the honor track. Is that right? Yes, it was something like that. I, they they gave away. I don't think you. Yeah. So you got. So you basically got a standard. A, a non-golden version of one, a golden version of another. Then everybody got the diamond Vandar because of the of the contest. Because we and won, they were we make, did it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then you can because because they made this, they decided let's not waste an opportunity to get a little bit more money out of people if they really want this, and so they put it out there. It, it does feel for one card to be twenty five dollars does feel a bit a bit pricey and that and that was kind of the question is is well you know why are they charging such a high price for one single card even if it is a, a special like level of card and yeah basically they're saying that you know they're experimenting with price points and trying to find out you know, what people are willing to pay for different things. So we've seen that on the mercenary side quite a bit, actually. So uh, they, those prices yeah. have been very, very, um, what's, what's the Varying? word I would use? to? <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's been Varying? some that has, there has been some offers that are actually very reasonable. And then there are other ones that I feel are very, very high end sort of mm-hmm. uh very exorbitant pricing um for for what you're getting and, and so it's it, it's interesting that you know i i'm very curious about educated guesses as to as to how they're arriving at these price points and that with some of the stuff that they're that they're selling you know i didn't mind it was it. a by the way, just a it, I just checked. It was a golden. Yeah. So I was when, say. when the when the thing launched, you got to pick Drekthar or Vandar. That was a golden. If you completed the honor thing, you got the golden version of the other one. Okay. I just, yeah. So you get two gold. So you get two goldens. <laughs> we had the diamond, and then you could get the other diamond. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Like we have, I'm looking at. We have one, two, three, four, uh, eight, nine diamond cards right now like in our collection that they've just given away they're super special and like i understand that why they were charging more i don't know i was like yeah it is a bit much but at the same point in time it's 
purely cosmetic. It is 100% cosmetic. They already gave you the card for free. I don't think it's absurd for them asking a higher price for like these diamond are the premium. If you're just looking at the aesthetic of the card, like the diamond is the like the high end, you get like two a set. Like if you go on the reward track, you get, you know, one at the beginning, one at the end, right? Or some whatever however they do it. You get one for getting the tavern pass. So yes. paying the twenty dollars for the tavern pass. And then the other one is earned through getting a complete set, basically a hundred and thirty five okay. cards with all the legendaries. Okay. So they are they even then, so they're a bit harder to get. Like I Yeah. <laughs> I just did those things automatically, so I have all the diamond cards up to the set. I, I apologize if I'm sounding um out of touch, but I am a whale, so <laughs> Okay. Alright, so that's it for the news. Dragon Rider, you wanna hit us with the news on tournaments? Yes, yes. So just gonna say thank you to Mage for getting <laughs> all of our news stuff together every week, because there's so much sometimes, yes. but uh, also got together this info on the Masters Tour because there was a change. So we have a change for the Masters Tour Voyage to the Sunken City update. And that is that the yeah, the esports team pushed the Masters Tour back a week. So instead of it taking place, I believe that would have been this coming weekend from the 22nd through the 24th, it is now the 28th through May 1st, or I guess it would have been uh, probably the 21st because of the time. Uh, But it also means that they are rescheduling the qualifiers. So there will be qualifiers coming this weekend. If, uh, if you are trying to qualify for other master stores, you can play in those qualifiers this coming weekend. And then next weekend, the 28th through the 1st, will be the official Masters Tour event, so no qualifiers during that time. Uh, and, you know, because of that, they did say that competitors that will not be able to compete due to changing the dates, that they would offer those competitors uh, an invite to one of the other Masters Tour for this year. So that was really nice of them to uh, at least say that and, and, like, state that from the very beginning in the in the actual article when they changed the date, because... I know some people, uh, like I even saw on Twitter, some people have to take time off of work and put in like requests, you know, to get off of work or have to schedule things for maybe taking care of their kids or something while they compete in these master's tours. So like, yeah, if they change something like this for an invited or qualified kind of event, this is not just an open event that's like, oh, hey, we're changing this open event. This is something that these players had to qualify for and they knew the dates ahead of time. And then relatively last minute in terms of requesting for things off like work, they changed it. So I'm glad that they at least did say from the start, hey, if you did qualify for this, you can't make it. We're going to get you an invite to one of the other ones instead. And maybe if that works out for some people, like, you know, maybe that'll benefit them because some people might struggle in a newer meta. So maybe they can manage to actually sneak into a master store with a a different meta or something. But uh, that was kind of interesting. I'm not exactly sure what uh, all the reasoning is for that, but I'll, I'll, yeah. I can make one very educated guess. 
Um, it starts with an N, <laughs> and it's uh, associated with a soft foam rubber. <laughs> yes, I I would assume that they're with Murphs. Murphs, yes. <laughs> Not to can be be confused with the arena player Murphs, but <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, but yes, yes. Uh, so I assume it's going to be uh, balance changes. I I think they've listened to players and instead of be like, here's the, here's your balance changes. You got a master's tour in three days. Go, <laughs> you know. I I think yeah. I think we're going to see changes. Um, probably, I I would assume this week, but I I don't know. That's a guess. I have nothing I mean, to back that up. They still could do changes yeah. next, next week too. Yeah. Before, uh, if they're going to do them, I yeah, I don't know. We're we're going to talk about that later too. But uh, yeah, did you have anything, Mage, on the this master store? No, no, I'm good. Okay. Um, the only other thing that I do want to mention for tournaments is just a reminder: DreamHack Dallas, the first weekend of June is having a Hearthstone tournament, an in-person land tournament. Yay! There's going to be $1,200 prize pool, and first place is going to get an invite and a spot at the that following Masters Tour. I believe it's the following one, but uh, they will be getting a Masters Tour invite. So if you are able to attend DreamHack Dallas that first weekend, uh, it would be great to have you, see you compete. I will be there. I am I am gonna be there. I'm excited. I'm planning all sorts of stuff, so you know, hi, announcement of announcements pending, you know. I might I, I feel like that's just like my permanent status at this point. <laughs> like announcement of announcement. Uh but but the confirmed thing is that I will be there. So, you know, it if you are gonna be there, if you're gonna compete, even if you're just gonna stop by if you like live fairly close, uh, you know, come in, come hang out, come say hi, come chat love to meet more people so it's gonna be a good time hopefully i am very very much looking forward to it but uh there is gonna be a master store invite there as well so awesome. i don't want to play in you know open tournaments try that <laughs> okay so then let's move to the main topic and talk the first week of the voyage to the sunken city. So the first question, obviously what has everyone been playing mage? Why don't you go first? Oh, you're going to make me go first. Yes. I feel like I play. I think, think I've played the least of us three. Unfortunately, it's been, it's been really tough finding time for games. Um, I was one of, I was one of those people that, was struggling to figure out what I wanted to play uh, based on the cards that I got. I ended up missing out on all the all the mech cards. Uh, I did not get any of the mech legendaries, so it felt really difficult for me to play the the like the mech mage and the mech paladin, which is kind of the thing I was most interested in playing. So I actually. Yes, I jammed Pirate Warrior early on. So quest Questline Warrior, because it's really good. It was really good. Day one, it was actually really good because I was the fun police 
and and uh, no fun know. here. <laughs> yep, no fun here. <laughs> but, I get, but I mean, it has new cards. It's got oh, the, yeah. some of the new pirates in there. The puff, puffer fist is really strong. Oh my gosh, that, that is such yeah. a really strong. Uh, the 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 two mana two three that's got dredge that pirate. Mm-hmm. It's I. It felt like the deck had a lot more draw than it used to have. And that with the obsidian guy, the, the three man, the two mana three, two that gives plus one, plus one on a, on the dredged minion or weapon. I, I just, I, I want, I ended up playing that and I played it a bunch, had a good first day. Then the next couple days were at about 50%. Uh, since then I've switched to demon hunter, actually, because I needed to play, uh, some demon hunter games and I've been messing around with the token demon hunter and the Naga demon hunter um, kind of more on the aggressive side of things it tops out, tops out with Kurtris, uh the the uh, the demon render yeah the yeah the, 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 the hero yeah the hero the hero card it tops out at the hero card for some other re- some reason I just couldn't think of the word hero card there for a minute but uh that's it again more aggressive stuff i feel like right now you you kind of want to play some aggressive stuff playing aggressive stuff very early on in the meta specifically a four set meta seems to work fairly well i'm sitting i didn't get a chance to play anything today but i'm in the middle of rank three i've peaked into rank two but I'm currently ranked three and and trying trying to do that. So those those are really the decks only decks I've been able to play. I've gotten one, I've got Ina, so I have one of the one of the kind of mech legendaries. But I still don't have uh, uh, the Leviathan or or Gaia. So until I get one of those, I feel like I should probably wait on playing a mech deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. Uh, in all honesty, like, I respect the Pirate Warrior play because it was definitely... There's enough. It's not like one of those decks that literally is playing card for card, you know, everything it was playing during the last... There's a lot of new stuff there. So I feel like that's a super legit, like, hey, I want to try this. I liked Pirate Warrior before, so I wanted to try it out in this new set. So, like, don't don't get down on yourself. Like, it's still really good. Like, people are still... Yeah jamming it all over the place and it still wins games so like yeah it's it's doing really well on on ladder if you look at vicious syndicate it's been probably the best uh deck in the meta since since the new meta went live i i would have liked to have tested nelly i did not actually pull nelly either so I, I, and from the sounds of it, early impressions uh, for Vicious Syndicate say that it's actually one of the best cards in the deck. So, um, and and when I've gone up against Nelly, it has felt really powerful when I've been playing these these more aggressive style decks. So I, I, I'd like to play the deck some more, but I would really like to get... Uh, the the warrior colossal minions so that i could i could f- see how that how much difference that makes to the deck yeah i would say if you uh if you insert the sentence i don't know exactly what they said but instead of nelly insert 
getting an almost guaranteed smite makes the deck better. Yeah. Then, yeah. Excuse me. One mana smite. Yeah, one mana Yeah. Along with two other one mana pirates that, if they're not good, just pick whatever has the best stats because it's just going to cost one mana and you're going to play it with the smite anyways. Right. So like, yeah, it, it's good right now because there's the limited pool since we're in that four card, you know, set. They're the four set meta. So it's like, yeah, getting a getting another smite that you can just <laughs> get a one smite, one cost smite, pretty good. Um, but I I think, and you were saying you were having success without it too. I think, like, the colossals have been something that's been really interesting. I feel like because at first I feel like everyone was just like jamming them in like every deck. <laughs> like oh, we want to play Colossals. They're just like throwing even me. I was like, oh yeah, I'm playing the Colossal in this deck. This is an aggro deck. That's an yeah. eight cost thing. Which, nope, it's going in. I don't care. Wait, yep. <laughs> yeah. Which class am I playing? Where's the Colossal? Now we've yeah. put the other twenty nine yeah. cards in the deck. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And and now that's starting to fade off a little bit, I think. Like, decks are kind of like, eh, maybe we don't want to play this uh, Colossal Minion. But, um, yeah, I think Nelly is one that's like, I think the deck is good without it. But I definitely see how it's good with it, too. So it's like, that's yeah. definitely a really interesting class. And uh, interesting deck and Colossal overall. So, yeah, I, I'm with you. I I haven't even gotten a chance to play much Pirate Warrior, but I want to. Like the quest Pirate Warrior. Ah, I've played so still many good. decks. It's still good. I know. I know. Oh my god. So tell us what have you gotten to so far, Dragon Rider? <sighs> okay. Yeah. I, I, pulled up, <laughs> I, I here we go. Here we go. I pulled up my uh my deck tracker and I was looking. And by the way, I have gone an impressive 55 and 55 since the expansion. Yeah, 50, so 50. Okay. I, I, that's probably the best uh, like win rate I've had almost in an expansion launch. So I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, it's yeah. tough. It's yeah, tough. Like, and, and I, you know, I don't copy what other people do at the beginning. Like I'll wait till, you know, the, the smarter people than me figure things out and I'm like, all right, cool, I'm gonna copy their decks now. But the first like couple days usually I just I'm like, okay, let's take this random idea and throw it in a deck. I'm like, yeah, let's see how it does. So I did a lot of that actually and I was just like, I haven't even played any mage or rogue. Wait, that can't be right. I totally <laughs> did play some I swear I played some rogue. I don't know what this deck tracker is doing. And it says I haven't played warrior. So I've only, according to this, I've only played seven of the ten classes. And I feel like I have barely experimented and played stuff. And it's like, I don't know. There's just so many different things. Plus, with all the changes to the core set, like you were talking about earlier, I'm like, oh, this this card is new in the core set. Like, how can we change things up? Uh, like, I even was testing, like, a secret paladin <laughs> it surprisingly did okay i'm i'm not sure if it's gonna be good but i was playing all sorts of random stuff like i tried some beast hunter i tried that secret paladin i tried uh i tried to build an elemental shaman again just because i did play a lot of that before but elemental shaman did lose some pretty key elementals so uh, it felt pretty bad now um uh, like, you know, being able to uh, play an elemental and draw a weapon. 
that's no longer a thing. And uh, yeah, that that's kind of detrimental to this deck. Uh, so yeah, I just played. A, <laughs> I know it's so sad. So yeah, I've played just like a ton of different stuff. I'll probably actually kind of get more more serious with like meta decks and stuff <laughs> now after the first week and, and THL is starting up. So I need to play some more better decks, but it's been fun. Like this is, I think the longest that I've gone just playing random decks and experimenting with stuff and still having a lot of fun with it. So I I've really been enjoying it so far. And me, I guess. All right. So. Yes. <laughs> um. So what have I been playing? Uh, I played, I started out, I played some Mech Mage. I played some Paladin. Um, both good. Uh, I played a lot of Pirate Rogue. I enjoyed Pirate Rogue a lot. It is a very fun, like, tempo-y style deck. That can do a lot of fun stuff, especially with the, the like the two five that draws a pirate when you attack the swordfish, the puffer fist, like it's just so many cools. And then hook tusk at that top end, like that's such a cool. It's such a cool card. Like it's so much fun to either you know take the enemy's highest minion, or you take five cards from their deck, or you steal two cards from their hands. It's it's just. A really cool package. I really enjoyed Rogue so far this expansion. And then I played a lot of the boogeyman of the meta so far. The the old ramp druid. <laughs> which is uh seems to be the frustrating thing. And today I have uh switched over to the anti druid stat strategy of playing shellfish priest. <laughs> so <laughs> because okay yeah yeah how much damage did you do to your opponent earlier you were telling us well i don't know it was not counting how much damage it was but the final tick of fatigue was for 28 damage so you tell me how many damage that is over (laughs) i i would describe it as glorious amazing (laughs) the coolest thing that's ever happened to me (laughs) uh it it was uh it was fun i mean it's not a great deck but like it does something and it's been very interesting to play and it does a good job uh if you're uh seeing a lot of druid it does a fair it's not an automatic win but it is a fairly good deck because the size of removal Druid has very predictable large size boards and they don't have unlimited refill. And most of the time now when they're playing Kazakhstan, um, it's not a Kazakhstan that is, you can play at any time. It's, they have to empty their deck to do it. So you have the time to, and if people don't know what this deck is, basically you're playing as many, uh, selfish shellfish as possible which it's death rattle is your opponent draws two cards and then you get as many of those killed and then zarella plays the battle cry for every card or for every minion that has died every death rattle excuse me every death rattle for every minion that's died and you can get it to double with bran and the zero mana 
card so you can sp- spend a one mana or zero mana spell, sh- play Bran, play her, she refreshes two mana crystals, and those battle cries go off. So if you had six shellfish die, they're drawing 24 cards. And most of the time, they have almost no cards in their deck. It just, it is uh, disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I played in uh, I played in one of the four DreamHack qualifiers for this month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone did that to me in the qualifier. I was like, and that was the first time I had seen it. Yeah, I was like, oh, well, that okay, that just happened. Um, that's apparently that's a thing that well, can happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. Well, that was uh that was an interesting. I I can't remember if that was the match that I lost. I think I actually still won that series though. That was the only win that they got in their lineup, and then I still beat them. But I was like, that was uh that was certainly okay. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about losing like that. <laughs> it's something that can happen. I, I would not like that. I don't think I would yeah. like that. I have not. I have not actually. Im- ran into that yet but i feel like that's more of a deck that's kind of popped up in the last uh two or three days and i yes. haven't gotten a chance to play very much in those day in in those days so it's um, it's fairly new just because it's yeah. there's a lot of druid look at look at uh, hs replay i don't mm-hmm. check the stats on vicious but hs replay i'm pretty sure druid's the top class right now and the top deck is ramp druid so either you try to go under it or you outplay it but there's a lot of strategies targeting druid right now so that's that segues really well into the what have you been seeing the most on on ladder when you you know when you're queuing games what are what are you seeing uh (laughs) druid and uh (laughs) let me check here druid and uh Yes, there's some more druid. I mean, to be fair, there's there's been Naga Mage too. Naga Mage is kicking around here, so um, there's a there is a fair bit of uh, I've seen Quest Hunter. I've seen uh, Naga Mage, Ramp Druid, and then you know a few other like Rogue. Pirate Rogue has been here, been there. Pirate Warrior is there. And, uh, like, the more aggressive Demon Hunters are fairly prevalent, too. That's what I've seen. Yeah, I think looking at my... And and I'm just comparing, like, what I've seen. So, according to my deck tracker, I have seen 25 Druids out of my 100... 10 games which feels like a lot um but i actually have seen everything surprisingly at least a little bit of everything but yeah it's it's been a lot of druid uh a lot of priest for me and and even a decent amount of like warlocks oddly enough i don't know how oh yeah i forgot about warlock i haven't seen any in a few days yeah, but like Warlock has been really interesting, I feel like, because it's been one where it feels like people are really testing out and trying a lot of different things within Warlock. Like the first day or two, I saw like everyone was like, Murlocs, you know, like putting Murlocs in there. And that that seemed to go away really fast. Um, 
And then people were trying curses, and then that's kind of gone away. Now I'm seeing... Then I think some people were still trying... I don't know if I actually saw it or not, but I heard people trying talking about uh, using the naval mine as like a replacement for owl and trying like an uh, you know an OTK style deck with that. But I haven't really seen it. But then now I've seen I it. See, I've seen it. it. Okay, it worked. It worked. Did it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then I've I've seen like even within Warlock, uh, I've also seen people trying out like I would say like a curse light. It's like, it's got a little bit of the curse stuff, but it's more just kind of like control fatigue style warlock. Um, the still runs like Tanzan mm-hmm. and, and all that. Uh, and I, I think that has seemed to be the best version from what I've seen, like the most competitive version, I'll say. But, you know, yeah, the other ones seem pretty fun. I don't, again, but yeah, I feel like over the course of the last week, I've seen so many different things sadly though yeah still quite a bit of druid more than other things although i think it's dropped like i said maybe 25 percent or 30 ish percent as opposed to what it was like 40 percent when we talked about it last before our uh our set review so yay yay (laughs) (laughs) yay Mage, what about you? What have you seen in your limited experience? Hey, it's been it's been a lot of ramp druid, primarily. Um, that's probably the fo- mo- thing I've seen the most. Then quest warrior being the second most. Um, the major uh, mage is probably the third class I've seen the most, and that's actually been pretty much a split between the mech mage and and the naga mage. Um, a little bit more probably to the mech mage side of things. Um, but I've been able to beat the mech mage. I have not beaten the, I have not beaten the Naga mage. The, the, the Naga mage opponents that I have played against have been really good. And when you can do your siren turn and somehow set it up so that you could put a second siren down on the same turn, and keep going after that, you, yeah, I, I just kind of, after about two spells after the second siren came down, I'm like, um, yeah, I think I'm going to hit the concede button and move on because I'm not, (laughs) I'm not winning this game. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been those classes. There's been some, some quest hunter very early on, like right the day one of the expansion. I think that was something I was seeing a lot, which, I think makes sense because like quest uh warrior the the deck's pretty well refined like from the standpoint of it was already a really good deck and it was just you know what what pieces from the new set do you do you put in there to 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 go with and stuff it's just what did you lose and what can you put in and and then you know what other small things do you do after that so um that I saw early on, but I think there's been less of that. So, um, yeah, that, that's that's about it. I, I would say that there I, I don't have the lists in front of me. I, I keep track of what I'm seeing and, and my wins and losses, but I don't have it in front of me. So I don't exactly remember. But but th- those were definitely the top three classes, though. Okay, so has anything like 
really stuck out and surprised either of you that that you've seen, whether it's a certain card or a certain deck or anything like that over the first week. I, I'm surprised Ramdurit is this good. Yeah, I would. Like, I would say. I I, yeah. I was. To- I I totally felt like overgrowth was the biggest overgrowth and lightning bloom were the reason druid was really good before the expansion launched and i thought losing both of those pieces i thought would be a bit too much to lose right but the tools that they've been able to get um miracle grow i i was an advocate for that card that card is has proven to be has, has proven to be quite good and I, I would also say I'm really surprised that Druid is Ramp Druid is playing a deck right now that has they're playing a version of Kasakas in Kazakasan in a lot of cases with a lot of non dragons. Yes. And and yeah. it's not and it's not a problem. And and so that to me surprises me as well. And and like it it makes me feel bad that like they're doing this because you look at what the card text is for Kazakasan and you're like, how are they able to do this? This is does not seem fair. It's saying the this card is basically saying with its text, you need to play a dragon druid deck. But they're not playing a dragon druid deck. They're playing a whole bunch of minions and just powering through the deck so fast that they don't really care with that there's there's a handful of minions it's it's that same thing when when people were playing zephyrus and they were playing two ofs in their deck because they knew they could get through and and deal with it being inactive for a couple turns and just getting it when they needed it so the those those things druid being really powerful despite losing some really good ramp tools and then playing Kazakazan with a fair number of non-dragons in the deck. That surprised me that that is arguably the best deck in the meta right now. Uh, I, I, it's almost as if I've advocated for something like that in the past. Uh, yeah, no, you're you're not. And I've never said that you were wrong. Yeah, I know. I, I, that, I, I didn't, wasn't suggesting that. I was just like, yeah, that's... I feel more and more justified as time goes on. I'm like, yeah... Okay, like this feels bad that it checks it when you play it and not when you start the game. And that like zero dragons, like I feel like there has to be like a threshold. Like you have to have it start a game, have eight dragons in your deck. When you, battle cry, you get the battle cry. You can't do it if you come back and it's there. So Oh, that's my personal opinion, but you know, I mean, five mana nourish again too. Is yeah, exactly. Such that's a the other thing, thing for, too. Yeah, like let's get rid of overgrowth, but then we'll <laughs> five mana nourish again. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's I a mean, thing. I I wish it wasn't this good. I'm not totally surprised, but I was hoping that it wasn't going to be as good. But yeah, that was. That was also before I knew what the core set cards were going to look like, too. So, yeah. Anything else, like, stood out? Um, Like, I'm surprised because I thought Kazakasan was going to be put to the wayside. Like, I thought, like, 
there were going to still be a few decks. Like early on, there was like that control priest that was still playing Kazakhstan. Like I was like, okay, like there are going to be some more niche decks. It's not just going to be crammed into Druid. Oh, oh boy, was I wrong about that. <laughs> I was like, I was like, it's not going to be like, and if it is, it's going to be a very like specialized version of Druid. So, you know, like it's not just going to go everywhere and we're not just going to have to deal. Nope. I was wrong about that. Also, I was uh, very surprised. I'm surprised by Shellfish Priest. Like that is like a wonky combo deck that I'm like, wait, people are actually playing this. <laughs> There are people, a lot of people playing this, and it's not that good. Like, it's good against Druid and, like, slow decks. It's a, it's a, like a slow combo deck, and there's a lot of other aggressive stuff, so I don't know. I mean, that's kind of surprising to me. Um, I guess number two, the Druid, like, um, Demon Hunters, the aggressive Demon Hunters. I did not expect aggressive Demon Hunters to be that much of a thing, too. I think it's really yeah, cool. And you could do it a couple different ways. You could do it with tokens. You can do it with kind of a, uh, a more aggressive package with also some fell spells in there. Uh, you could do it kind of even without some of the fell spells. For the most part, you could do it with Nagas. There, there's a couple different routes that you can go. And all of them seem to be pretty similar as far as like getting on the board and staying on the board. I think they play just based on the games that I've played. I think they've played, they play a little bit different, but they all kind of have that aggressive sort of tilt to them. Dragon Rider. What about you? What has surprised you so far? You know, I've really been trying to think about it and like, I don't know. I think the biggest thing, honestly, it's like the fading. I, I'm going to say the, like how fast rogue fell off i i think uh is honestly the surprising thing for me because you know talking about i didn't expect maybe druid to be quite this good but i was expecting rogue to be a lot better i know during our card review we talked about how like there's so many good rogue card it seems like and like pyra rogue and and it it was a thing for the first couple of days but it just kind of has seemed like it's fallen off and it's been really surprising. I, I don't know if it's because of Druid or just because it's, you know, as things think, are getting a little more settled, things beat it more or I don't know. I think I think actually card draw is part of the problem. I, I think yeah. I think Rogue had just this. I, I don't want to say perfect, but had like this uh, just sort of confluence of really good draw cards right that that allowed them no matter what style of play that they were playing it seemed like those cards worked really well and synergized with what they were trying to do whether it be find specific cards or get to the bottom of their deck or or what have you and now their their draw package is more in line with what it feels like hunter has and hunter does not have a ton of draw and and part of the problem it feels like that and part part of part of the hunter's problem in trying to vary decks outside of say face hunter uh is is that kind of lack of draw or the ability to kind of find the cards that you're looking for um 
and 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 so I I think it actually is the fact that they lost all the a lot of the card draw, that combined with I I you know I don't think the Druid matchup is one that is going to. Druid Druid has always been kind of difficult. It feels like for Rogue in a lot of in a lot of cases, and um, so it, it seems like to me that that that's definitely not helping. Um, Plus the other the the other thing that it might be too is that if you're talking about a board based meta, uh, so decks are are going to be playing a bunch of minions and they're going to have uh, a lot of things on the board that the the rogue is going to have to deal with and it feels like it feels like the stuff they have or or would want to use right now can't keep up with all the minions that are getting put on the board. And so it feels yeah. like they're they're playing from behind more often than not, and and it then it makes it really difficult to sort of try and find win conditions when you're struggling just to stay alive. Okay. Yeah. And the final question: Do we think nerfs are needed, Dragon Rider? Oh no, I didn't want to answer this first. Yep. Uh- <laughs> I don't think anyone wanted to answer this first. You know what? I'll answer first. Yes. <laughs> so what are you what are you saying needs to be changed then if you're saying yes um you you have you have you have to at least come with what you think some things so either should be looked at so either guff or um scale like this guff or scale was what comes to my mind first um those are the like really powerful swing cards if um if scale of Anixia costs eight, it requires a lot more, and I feel gives like the opponent more time, um, because you can go, you know, turn three, you can go overgrowth into guff, into scale on turn, you know, or even sooner on turn six, and like clear a giant board. So I feel like that is what needs to happen. Like it, like it's a little too much too soon in my opinion so one of those two things needs to be hit i mean maybe unearth un unnerf uh the uh nurture or whatever it's just at i can't remember nourish the, nourish there we go i was like yeah. yeah maybe it was <laughs> maybe it was uh maybe, six maybe mana it for should still reason. be six mana yeah, yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, I, okay. I don't know if that was the best change. So I don't know, but like Druid needs to get hit. I'm not sure what else. Uh, maybe the, the uh, mage legendary that refreshes card mana. That seems pretty ridiculous. Maybe change that to one mana or something else. I don't, I'm not exactly sure how he would nerf it, but like, those turns are kind of ridiculous to an extreme. Um, but uh, other than Druid, I mean, in, uh, and like if they didn't hit Mage, I think I'd be fine with it. But I feel like Druid just has to be hit. Like the two power cards, something needs to happen. Like something needs to happen. Put Guff one more turn away. Put Scale one more turn away. And like all of a sudden their swing potential is lowered immensely. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Yeah. I, I do think nerfs are needed. 
I don't think they needed to make nerfs in the first, like, few days of them, you know, like they have with uh, some other things in the past. Like, we even talked about it earlier, you know, like when Demon Hunter launched, like, I do think those need to change. There, There isn't an emergency nerf that needed to happen. But yeah. for the longevity right. of this meadow, we should probably have some balance changes is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. And and I do think it probably does have to at least focus on Druid. There maybe could be some other things. Because one thing that I have noticed is you can't just say this one thing gets changed. Because what happens is then it usually tips the scales in like the other direction. Where then like whatever that deck was kind of keeping in check, then that becomes the new like you know, big bad wolf in the meta. And then, so they probably would have to hit, I'm just, I don't really know what that is right now. Probably some of the aggressive decks, just a tiny bit. Um, But yeah, like I've seen the argument on Twitter. You can still beat Druid. Druid's not unbeatable and that's fine. I, yes, there is that argument, but sometimes nerf isn't just about a deck being completely like, yeah, you can have decks that can be beat, but that's not where the problem is. I think it's it's still how much Druid is being played in the meta. Like, if it's 40% of the meta, it, it feels like a problem. So I think that's that's my thinking for why I think there should be nerfs. Rage. I'm going to I'm going to cop out. I I literally I'm going to cop out. I apologize, but I'm going to say I don't know because I really have not That's played fair. enough the last couple days to be able to say for certain. What I will say is is it does seem like there's a an abundance of druid, and I think the reason people are playing druid is because it's really powerful and and likely broken, and so. I think something like scale should be looked at. I think something like guff should be looked at. And I would also look at the Kazakus uh, battle cry and figure out if if you want to set it up so that it works more like, say, Hook Tusk or something where you have to play a specific number of dragons as opposed to just not having dragons in your dragons or nothing in your deck uh, to, to have that uh, battle cry go off. The other thing I would say is I feel like there's probably a bit too much quest warrior being played right now across all levels. And while it's not necessarily a problem at legend and at in the diamond ranks necessarily, uh, lower in the meta, bronze, silver, gold, uh, it's very good and almost oppressively good. And so I and I wouldn't necessarily want to hit any of the new cards that are in the in the uh, in the deck right now. So I would look at doing something to Devias Cannoneer, a card that is really, yeah. really powerful. Yeah. That can ultimately, as a single card, completely swing the game in the favor of the quest warrior. And and so I would look at, you know, reducing the damage that it does with the with the shots, maybe do two single shots or doing just one two damage shot uh you know something like that uh but or or making it four mana or something because the the problem with that card is that first quest completion right if you're playing and you're completing the quest on turn three or turn four 
And if you have a zero or one mana weapon that you get to play along with the cannon, cannoneer that turn, if that's the minion that procs that third strike, it's it's a nightmare to any board base deck because you're basically your board is going to be gone at that point. So I, yeah. I would definitely at that point I would look at that card because I don't want to deal I don't want to nerf puffer fist yet because I want I don't necessarily want to make like the pirate rogue deck worse just yet because that's not as good as this deck is and and uh you know some of the other cards uh, i don't think are as big a power outliers as the defias cannoneer so that would be a card i would look at as well okay so i think that's it for us <laughs> for this discussion right guys i think we're uh we hit all the high notes. <laughs> yeah. Fun expansion yeah. so far. Really been enjoying the first week. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I it am looking to forward be... to getting more games in. Yeah. It's going to be... Uh, it seems like a lot of people are having fun with it. So that's awesome. So, Mage, what is this week's poll question? All right, so we asked, we talked about the hot button issue of balance changes during their main topic just now, and we want to know from you: Do you think balance changes are needed? Pretty simple, pretty straightforward question. Yes, no, not sure. Vote. Tell us what you think. Feel free to reply and expound on your answer if you'd like. We will uh, share the results on next week's show as well as any of the other information that you share with us on Twitter. All right. Speaking of the show, you can find us on Twitter at Dr3HS. Email us at Dr3HS at gmail.com. Follow our top pin tweet on our Twitter to reach our Dr3 Discord. And you can find me on Twitter at DaringAlkaline and twitch.tv forward slash DaringAlkaline. Dragon Rider. You can find me on Twitter at Donnie DK, D-A-W-N-I-E-D-K, uh, Twitch and YouTube, Dragon Rider DK, and uh, yeah, join me in the in my Discord as well. Tag me wherever. Uh, stay tuned for all the exciting things that I've got coming. And Mage, take us home. Uh, so you can find me talking about hearthstone as well as the new season of diablo 3 i dived into that pretty hardcore over the weekend uh had it, having a lot of fun with that as well as D and other fun things like that at major death and we just released episode 19 of the phases of the moon knight podcast where three episodes were halfway through the tv show and done recaps of that we're gonna have a new episode on friday where we discuss episode four which uh as you're listening to this is available for streaming on disney plus so if you're interested in marvel if you're interested in superheroes if you're interested in some really interesting uh comic books please check us out we're at phases of mk on twitter all right, guys, uh, thanks for hanging in as we uh, dove into the first week of Val uh, uh, Voyage to the Sunken City. And as always, you've been listening to Doctor Three.
Boom.